guys, it's Britt Dowd, and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. Hello. Dill Dill. What's happening, homie? What's up, bud? How you doing? Doing good, man. I feel like we're on nickname level. What's your nickname? I don't really have a nickname. I just said I really... Dill Dill. It was kind of awkward. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, just, I just roll with it. You know, I'm not, not too worried about it. <laughs> oh, man. What are you up to, bud? Oh, just got home from the gym. Um... So just uh, kind of just looking through our notes from last week. There we go. So it's kind of hanging loose. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, well, we can go over some of your notes too. Hey, did you get on your Word doc recently? I have not. Do I need? You want me to check it? Yeah, check it on your end because I was looking at it yesterday, and I was like, oh shoot. I need to. Is, is there it, a way of making like, a priority thing to where, like, if uh, if there's an update to that, I get notified? You know what I mean? It's a good question. Wonder, it's a good here. question. I don't know. Cause, maybe I just need to. Because something happened on. I don't know if it was my end or what. I mean, it had to be mine if you didn't get on there, because a bunch of my notes on there got deleted. So I'm gonna have to go back and. Input as much as I can grab. Shoot, now I'm having a brain fart on how I... That's in Drive, right? Yeah, it should be in Drive, but it's just like a... It's a Google Word doc is what it is. <clears throat> the other thing I should start doing is... I can just email them to you after each, after each chat. Trying to, I have all this echo means business stuff filtered through here, so it's trying to. Oh yeah, you're good. Does echo mean solo cuts? Right. Does echo mean business? Excuse me. Does echo mean business? I mean, Echo really means business. They really do, huh? Yeah, they really mean it. <laughs> Why am I not seeing this? I don't know. You can, well, we don't have to do it now, but go back and just, Okay. you can just type in, let me see what the heading or what I labeled it. You could type it into your email search box. Where'd it go? Um, yeah, it's just going to say bi-weekly call notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd probably help if I just went straight to email versus... I've got Dylan.Stevenson. Maybe I got your wrong email. That oh, so maybe... 
okay, so it's into my personal. Okay. Versus it, what, what's your one? Okay. We'll do this off air so not everybody has your personal email. Um. Anyways, I'll I'll, I'll text um, you and confirm everything just to make sure you have it. So. So what else has been going on? Going to the gym? That's that's awesome. I, I just hopped yeah, off a, a call earlier, and he said he was hitting the gym up. That's good. Yeah, so because, <clears throat> like, if you go back to our conversation last week, it wasn't really, like, the most, like, uplifting. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it's a real conversation. Yeah. It's real whatever. Yeah. But yeah. still, it was just, like, down in the dump. Yep. Like, I was just, like, I just had no drive. Yep. Yep. Like none to do, whether it was anything around the house, mm-hmm. um, any just freaking all I wanted to do was just sit around on the couch and just chill. Yep. <laughs> yep. Seriously. So, um, so after, you know, cause I told you, you know, following up our last conversation was like, I, I was telling Jordan, I was like, I've never been like this. Yeah. Like I've never felt this type of like this down and out mm-hmm. lack of motivation whatever so then after we talked you and i i followed that up with talking to jordan and i was like i need to change something i i don't know what it is i don't know what i need to do but i said but the way i'm going like i'm not happy with how like i feel mm-hmm. so it's like i need whatever shell this is or whatever buzz i'm in i need to just get out of it and it's like you know i'm not happy with like like take for instance, you know, like not happy with how my body feels, like how yeah. I'm feeling, you know, how I'm look, whatever, you know what I mean? Because like we always look back on pictures from like man, like five years ago before we had kids, like holy shit, like or sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Holy crap! <laughs> you already, it's already <laughs> said, but it's already been out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm like man, I was a lean, mean, like grass cutting machine, dude. I was like. <laughs> Man, no wonder you married me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but Jordan was in investing for life too. But anyways, so like, I was like, look, I gotta, I gotta get do something, and so I always thrown around the like getting back into CrossFit, getting back into it. Um, CrossFit, eh? You're a CrossFit yeah. guy. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think it, but yeah. So we used to do CrossFit pretty religiously, like six days a week before we had kids. Yeah. And really before the business started too, because like once the business started really going in a sense, like at our old gym, it was like, if you didn't make a class time, <clears throat> that was your only time you could, you could work out there. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I'm swinging doubles, like I had Gordon's and the business it was like, I had no time. Yeah. Then yeah. we start having kids. And so, so anyways, what's nice is the CrossFit gym I'm going to I have a couple of friends that go there. Um, but, uh, so I asked them about it. They love it. And it's right next, it's literally like right next door to where I drop the kids off in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I drop the kids off. I hit a, um, around eight fifteen. get to the gym. I hit a 9am class. I'm done by 10. Nice. Um, so that's been my routine for the past. Like this is, so I went six days last week and then this is my second week going into it. So I've been on the straight, been, uh, Working out every morning. Not a baby. Um, eating better. So, like, actually super clean. So, um, but yeah, I, I, cause I told Jordan, I was like, I, I, I need a swift kick. Yeah. Like, I need, the, I got to get something out of this groove. And it's like, there's still, you know, three months, who knows, eight, like, 
We've been known for April to just literally, uh, we get snow and we don't do a single service all April yep. because we get snow. You know, we're in that Ohio weather sucks. So I was like, this could be four months of like what I'm doing right now. Yep. So I can either sit here and just continue to be, you know, in a bad mindset and just not happy with myself. And God knows you grab a, you know, a winter 20 pounds or something. <laughs> so, so I was Dylan, like, you're I pumping gotta, me up, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it, I mean, so I was like, I'm, I'm I was like, cause my worry was at first, like with getting back in, like doing the CrossFit or even the gym thing is I was like, cause man, once season kicks in, you know, cause I have to get the kid, like usually we try to roll out the shot by 8am. Mm-hmm. So it's like, one thing that I didn't do last year that I want to start doing this year, just because, uh, I mean, last year was our first year. So I was kind of just like, all right, let's just knock as much work out as possible, knock as much work out as possible. Mm-hmm. But something I want to do this year is really have like, okay, I'm leaving my shop like at five, at like at the latest, like 5 PM. So that way I can hit like a 6 PM class or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like still have time to hit the gym. Like, yep. even if it's like, like right now I'm doing like try probably hit like five days, like Monday through Friday. If I want to hit like a Saturday morning or something, um, cause it's kind of like a community workout. What they call it a wad workout of the day, but like the community thing where it's free for people that aren't even members. They can come in. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not very like technical mm-hmm. on movement wise, but it's just something to like get people off the couch on the weekend, you know, bring mm-hmm. people in. So, um, I was like, even when like when season comes in, my goal is to like, right, get three workouts in a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's Monday, Thursday, Saturday, or whatever, just something, or even like, cause we like to take walks with the kids in the evening time. But I just, I just want to try and really get to where I have like an end time or else I'm going to be out till seven o'clock every night. And I, that's not help. I feel like it's not healthy for myself the family you know just to kind of have balance so it's good man that's kind of kind of what we're doing Dildil's yeah. pumped i like to hear yeah. this man yeah so let me let me I, 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 i'm let me play this song i'm i'm getting i'm gonna i'm getting hyped here <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i'm just picturing you in the crossfit gym oh yeah <laughs> you a rocky fan I've, I've seen all the Rockies. Let's go. Rockies. Let's go. Oh, man, dude. Hey, like, that's awesome. That is awesome. CrossFit so, is, like, like, some of the toughest workouts I've ever done, too. Some of the hardest on your body, and they're just, like, they're tough, man. It, and, and it's crazy how quick mm-hmm. that you can get whooped, like, a 15-minute workout, and you're done. Done. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, you're just – because and it's like my dad, he wakes up at 4.30 every morning. <laughs> Goes to the gym. He's there from five to about six fifteen. Then gets goes to work every morning. That's his routine. Mm-hmm. And he went with me Saturday. And then I mean, like, like, but CrossFit's not for everyone. It's no. not like it's a totally different. You know what I mean? Yep. But like, what we we're talking though is like, you know, say you go to your regular gym, you hit a set, you take the, you know thirty seconds off, you hit a set, you take thirty set. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yep. Like. It, it is, it's all low like intensity. Just, like it's just yeah. like low intensity, rep based. Put some yep. more weight so on like, the rack. 
today was, you know, 20, like the actual workout, there's a strength part and then a workout part. The workout part was, I mean, it's 20 minutes and you go for as many reps, like there's three different workouts in it. So it's like five deadlifts, 10, if you can do toes to bars or like knee raises as you're hanging and then a 20 calorie bike, mm-hmm. you do that as many rounds as possible in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no break in 20 minutes. Is, so, it I mean, the, think- uh, is it the assault bike? Uh, yeah. So you have, you know, you're working your arms and legs. Yep. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, the the assault bike literally is just oh. death. death. Like, you, uh, every 30 seconds on there feels like double that time, if not more. Oh, just yeah. the time yeah. just drags exactly. on. Man, that's cool. Yep, so, uh, what's the, what's the name of the CrossFit gym you're at? Uh, Long Road CrossFit. Long Road, Long Road CrossFit. CrossFit. It's in Urbana, Urbana, cool. Ohio. I love the competition of it too. Like sometimes you can yeah. be competing with other people, but mm-hmm. also like you can remember your times, log it. I'm a big. Yep, that's what's nice too. They have a there's an app called Wattify. So like you yep. like every workout you, you like you log into that it. class in the morning, and then you log it all. You yep. know, so it's. But um, but that's good. And like you said about the competition thing, because like when we were young, like when we used to do it, when we first started dating and stuff. Well, I think we were engaged too, but uh. Like, they would have, you know, competitions. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I'm, like, the freaking star across it. Absolutely not. Like, I scale my stuff down compared to what people that have been doing it forever are doing. But they do have the competitions for, like, guys that are, like, beginning stages across the ish. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That aren't hitting, like, the head. Like, there's, like, an RX weight, which is, like, the prescribed weight. Dude, if you're doing RX, like, you're, you're basically killing the game. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean you're yeah. but uh but anyway so they have comp- this competition well and there'll be like you know five workout five wads whatever in a day and it's like you know when you get older it's like you don't have that mm-hmm. anymore like you did in mm-hmm. school now I, you know if I play in like our golf tournament our city golf tournament like it's, it's called the city am mm-hmm. you know if I play in that like there's my competition edge you know what I mean but in the but, but yeah, it does give you that little bit of competition, and I don't know, it's it's something upbeat. Uh, I don't know, I enjoy it. It and like I said, it's I mean, every day is like a full body, like you're just fully exhausted, like everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't. If you feel like you left anything on the table, then that's your fault. Yeah, that's awesome. So, but good uh, for you, yeah, man. So it's it's cool. It, it, it's gym. cool. Like it's cool to hear like. The energy in your voice, I can feel the passion already. It, it, it's cool mm-hmm. to, cool that you changed the direction that you were going to, and it, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's always this time of year where we're always thinking about those things, anyways. Especially mm-hmm. for lawn and landscape guys, like we tend to get a little slower. Mm-hmm. Even if you're doing some snow, there's gaps in time where you're thinking about oh, this yeah. stuff, and so it's nice to nice to recalibrate and kind of to. Uh, mm-hmm. Put some grease in those squeaky wheels. Get, and it, get and things it's like rolling. It was, and it wasn't like a, like it's not. And I don't want people to get this confused with like a oh New Year, New Me, like New Year's resolution. No, like it wasn't like the first of the year that got me to this point. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. We're like oh, it's the first of the year, so I'm gonna start doing it. I yep. just finally hit like a bottom point where I was like, <laughs> I have to do something yep. like. It could have been December fifteenth for all I care. I'm dragging, yeah. But I'm, I'm dragging yeah, you know booty. I mean? Yeah, I'm, something's yeah, got to change. Something has to. So like, I started going out to the gym. I was like, you know what? 
like I have downtime, like there's some stuff we want to do around the house. So I, gosh, I feel like a woman nesting to like completely oh. like clean the house. Like I'm yeah. talking hundred percent cleaned everything, whatever. Deep clean, yeah. Yep. Then like um, we want to do some small some projects around the house. Like I, I just posted a picture on Facebook of it, but um, like I like remodeled our bathroom. Yep. Yep. Because just to like, like gave me you know something to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would say because like it really is a slow like, our snow predictions are so bad it's not even funny. Yep. Yep. You know like I think in between our last conversation the now, uh, we had one event, but what was nice. Which I guess we can probably start getting into some more business stuff. That's probably what people are wanting to hear. Um, That's not. No, we're not. We're not. Don't ever think about that. We're not in this to worry about what people want to hear. This is. I love. I, I love it. This is. This is awesome. And I love the. I love the authenticity too. You know, that's what. That's mm-hmm. what we all go through. We all. We all yeah. go through those times where you feel like dump on a stick and you don't want to do anything. Yeah. And. You persevere mm-hmm. through it. You bounce back. You improve. You get better, and mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, so we had an, a snow event. I think it was early last week. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was thinking I was like, okay, I'll just hit my two sites, and like that's it. Like I'm not, you know, because like I said before, uh, because of the downtime of the dump insert deal, I missed the chance on getting those delegated sites. Um, but you know, each time that we have an event because I have enough salt, I have plenty of salt and I have plenty of access to salt. I always just text like two, three guys in the area seeing if they need help. Well, I actually ended up hitting six more sites that day, seven more sites. So nice. it turned, you know, it turned into be like a $600 day. Good. Good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just from, so that's, so I told Jordan, I was like, every time, I mean, that's what I'm just going to do every time. Yep. Even if it's, we know it's coming like the night before, mm-hmm. just saying, hey, if there's, you guys need help hitting any sites, I'll be in town. That's so cool. just, you know. Yep. Um, Keep the bug in nice. there. No, that's really oh, yeah, good. Absolutely. That's yeah, really good. I mean, well, it's I nice. It's and, nice that so. you've talked about the working out stuff, changing your mindset, and mm-hmm. getting some of that personal stuff done because. That's going to segue nicely into kind of what we want to set with the rest of the talk. So I want to, I want to, mm-hmm. we're going to do a couple things and it's really about what success looks like mm-hmm. and then more communication with your spouse, just prepping for next year. And then I want to talk yeah. about your schedule around both of those things. So the, uh, the rest of the conversation, that's what we'll do. So the first thing okay. is expectations are everything expectations for yourself expectations for your spouse from your spouse and then you need to name what winning looks like so what i want to do is have you dylan tell me what is success you're sitting in your chair next year at the at this time next year and you look back on 2021 what what does winning look like? What does success look like? And it's going to be in these four buckets. It's going to be in faith, family, fitness, and finances. So I want to know for you personally, what does success look like with faith over this next year? Um, I say faith is something I have in a sense. Not that 
Yeah, I had struggled with faith. Um, I I wasn't raised in a church. Yeah. Um, no, I went to like Sunday school when I was a kid with friend. That was a guy, just you know, a guy I was friends with in school. Like in the summertime, we'd go to school, and then. Um, but then I got out, stopped going when I was younger, more or less sports. It just kind of became life everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then when I graduated, moved to Columbus, I moved out of town, came back and got kind of talked it was worth talking, hanging out with another buddy. Um, and I started going to church with him and then I started working Sunday through Thursday. Um, at Gordon's and that kind of at the time just threw a wrench in what I was doing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, but that's something it's, it's one of the things that's always been in like the back of my mind. Um, is like getting back either like into church or just, you know, whether it's listening to, you know, whether it's even just popping in a podcast, um, that's faith based or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just um, and honestly like there for a while, little while which I haven't really listened to much podcasting here lately just been kind of in my own zone I guess yep, um, yep. But like how like Paul Jameson was, is starting up his Sunday um, his Sunday podcast where that's what he's doing he's kind of just you know talking about his faith and everything and yeah, yeah. but that's something I've always had in the back of my mind that I probably need to get stronger in um, and more like I guess more in line with mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. so um, but th- I don't know I don't know goal wise like what I'd want to do like if it I mean or what that looks like well I don't want to put I mean I do want to put you on the spot but I don't want you to feel pressured to make a decision so just do this on on the faith-based one just between now and next call just think yeah. about what that looks like for you and and actually spend some time sitting with it like next year you're thinking about it you look back and you say you know what i'm, I'm glad i did that i'm glad i took those steps i'm glad i stepped out and did x with my faith whatever it may be so so just think mm-hmm. about that i will put i'm just going to put follow up right now um all right so what about family uh family i would definitely like to if i could you know for this year a goal would be to um definitely like which i think comes in time is like a delegating part to where i have more some like time with the family like intentional time Mm -hmm. um which I feel like will come with growth. Cause like last year, you know, every Saturday from eight to two or sometimes even later, like all through basically till fall time, I would do estimates. Mm-hmm. Now granted, you know, it's more convenient then cause that way I'm not in the evening time out till nine, 10 o'clock, whatever, um, doing estimates, but like by hope, you know, one of the goals is to, you know, get a full-time guy on which we can talk about here a little bit, but mm-hmm. I would like to free up that, you know, that time on the weekend. Um, so that way it does kind of give me more time with the family, especially because Jordan okay. works Sundays. Okay. Um, but then also just like, 
even if it's even then through the week, you know, with having that cutoff time of like work, then, you know, if I hit, you know, three workouts a week, even the days I don't hit a workout in after work, even if it's coming home and being like, Hey, give me like a, you know, if it's an hour or something of whatever I need to do on the computer or whatever, or if it's, Hey, you know, we'll delegate time from when I get home and wind down. And then just give me like an hour, like at the end of the night, whatever to do work, mm-hmm. you know, computer wise, but just kind of being more intentional with time. Cause you know how it is to fall into this lump of scrolling through your phone. You're sitting on the couch, you're scrolling through your phone, you know, or whatever, or get wrapped up in, like we talked about last week, is just balancing social media with like, everything else mm-hmm. and you get wrapped up in the social media thing and it's like oh is the family getting put on the back burner yep. just yep. trying to find balance but i would my goal would be to be feel like i am like really more intentional with that and i think by giving myself a cutoff time at work would then give us at least like hey now we have this much time now let's now let's figure out how we're going to split these you know five hours before the kids go to bed whatever yeah. Before we go to bed, like, how are we going to delegate split that time up? Good, good, good. Good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so what I have down, and correct me if I'm wrong or need to add something, but just more intentional about time with the family and free up yep. some of your Saturdays. And yeah. how you do that, we can talk about later. Um, yep. So, and we'll probably get to it pretty quickly here. What about fitness? Um, kind of like we've been talking earlier. Um I would like to hit, you know, right now I'm doing as much as possible while I can, you know, while time is kind of on my side, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but when season comes in, like, like I said, it's, you know, how hard it is to kind of not get mixed up on just completely working, 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 working. Cause like after, you know, looking at, I mean, you just look at a lot of successful people, um, you know, Corey Ballard or even bigger than that. Like, one thing is, like, they all, like, make their health and fitness, like, it's almost like first priority. Mm-hmm. Like, they make a time, whether it's the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, whatever, or during their lunch, you know, at whatever level they're at, though. But, like, it's a priority to, like, take care of their fitness and health. Yep. And it's like, okay, there's obviously some sort of correlation there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, whether it's, you know, just, as a release, as just like that's a U time where you can just pop into headphones and just mm-hmm. bang it out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to, you know, hit like CrossFit wise, I would like to do three class, at least three classes a week when the okay. season kicks in. Okay. Um, and then, you know, on the off days, which I think will help with the more intentional time with the family, is like, you know, we're in a sidewalk neighborhood. You know what I mean? The park is right down the street. Mm-hmm. Like, we can walk and do whatever. So then it's like, the days we're not, like, after dinner, evening time, hey, let's let's go for a walk, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. go walk for 45 minutes. Or let's take the kids to the park. Let's say you can ride his bike. Then we're outside doing something together. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, like, be like, let's leave our phones at home. Like, don't worry about it. Like, um, so I think that those will, being better at one will help being good at the other. Okay. I mean, I'm jotting this down. Sorry. Okay. 
So what I added, because you've said it two or three times now, so I think I did forget this part, but I added to family, put phone down when it's time for the family. Mm -hmm. Like time block that time when you've decided you could be home and finishing work, but when you've decided it's family time, put the phone down. On fitness, what success looks like, three classes per week during the season, and then one walk at least per week with the fam. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Cool, cool. All right, the last one is finances. This is both personal and business. And with business, don't think just, oh, I want this much money. Like what? Like you can do business goals. You could do, okay. you know, the last guy talked about profit margin. But what does success yeah. look like personally in your finances and business for next year? If you were to look back, you're like, okay, we we killed it personally and business side on the on the finances. Um. Okay, so for business-wise, I'll say one thing I like to do is, so we hit, we're, we're just shy of the 100K mark. Like, we're like 97-something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it, I think, for one, it'll be a successful just to even hit that number again. You know what I mean? I, like, I know growing is the ultimate thing, but even just hitting that would be a, a freaking check. But if I was to grow my top line, have a goal of like 130 you know what i mean because i i want to say like hopefully and i think we'll get into some more you know bigger projects um uh more landscaping now mm-hmm. you know because i think i think our, we're hopefully things really start snowballing now um but i really think that and plus this year we'll have um you know i'll be able to really take on like that early spring rush last yep. year we kind of had um with quitting and everything and trying to get figure like where we're wanting to go whatever um plus the whole like covid was literally in the heat of it starting off those weird time yep. but yep. um so like if i was to say like oh a top line growth goal would be like 130 okay. and then anything over that would be absolutely be cool yeah cool cool what um, about on the personal side I had actually some things wrote down for um, personal. Well, I'll just say this. So, you know, with growing the business, um, one thing I would like to on or I would like for us, which I think will it correlates with the business, is next year or this year I'd say we'll be able to start really pushing for that winter work, which would then help us create hopefully create more revenue through the winter time um personally i would still like to make sure we hit our you know um personal winter fund as quick as possible um just the way that that way that's delegated already what's the date you want to hit that man if honestly if like through july because Mm -hmm. that's like the peak of it Mm -hmm. i'll say if like by july we can have that winter fun set back. That would be ideal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be because like things kind of start to dry out a little bit in August, you know, and then you get your, but luckily with landscaping, we kind of typically try to continue to push through that little, like what we don't do in mowing, we push through in landscaping. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but no, by, by like the end of July, I would like to have that winter fund. Okay. Okay. 
established. Um, I'm not too focused, like, this year, you know, like, so what I started doing, like, halfway through the year um, was just taking, like, a, a direct draw from the business into, like, like, Jordan handles, like, all of our bill. Like, it's all, just, like, she manages that in. So, like, her paycheck is covering, like, all her, like, daily bills or, you know, livables, whatever. The only thing, like, really my income has to cover is her vehicle and our mortgage. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's my two. That's just, how, it just, that's just been the easiest way we've done it because yeah, she yeah. is on top of everything else. It's awesome. So, um, yeah, so, um, shoot, where was I going with that? Oh, so I've never really been focused on, like, in a sense, like, how much I am personally making right now. Just because I'm like, okay, if our bills are covered and we still have some money in the bank, then what do I need to worry about making more, in a sense? Because I, I, I just have this thought of, like, trying to keep as much in the business as possible versus myself. Okay. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Okay. At this, um, but, so, like, even if, like, you know, we made it through this year paying ourselves, like, what we did, so it's like, I don't see us getting any massive, like, reason or any reason to like really expand our earning income. Mm-hmm. So why not just say like, we're not, we're not making any big per- personal, big purchases or anything. So like, let's just continue to stay the way we are and just keep like dumping it, feeding the business. Yep. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's the, that's the right mindset, especially as you're, I, you're going into year two full time. You're in a mm-hmm. growth. You're in a growth mindset, so I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I think if I think of some goals that would be good, to, like Jordan and I to have, which we talked about in Michigan. I don't know if we talked that on a podcast or not, but like, uh, it's like, say we want to take a trip to. Say we want to take, you know, we're like, hey, when it's slow time in August, let's take the kids to just for shits and giggles, like. Uh, Disney World or whatever, what Disneyland, whatever it is, and be like, okay, this is the number we need. Okay, so what, in a sense, like extra, do we have to do to hit that goal versus taking it out of our already original plan? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that way, we still, you know, that way it's not like we're just, just to give that feeling of like, oh, I'm not just working to just grow a business to yep. grow a business. Yep. You know, that way it's like, hey, you know what, like. We put in this much work. We we set aside X dollars a week, X dollars a month, whatever. That way we are able to go to this trip. We hit it. Let's mm-hmm. go on this trip. Yep. Let's enjoy it because yep. we worked for it. Because yep. it like, I mean, and that's more or less, I feel like for like, like for Jordan and the kids, not more or less for myself because it's easy for us to just be like, ah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, I'll just mm-hmm. keep growing this business and growing, you know, what sits in the business account. I'm okay. I'm cool with that because I know like it's, it's my, in a sense, not that it's not their baby, but like, it's ultimately like my baby. Yep. So it's like, I get that gratification. Jordan is not going to get the same gratification off of me saying, Hey, we had this much in our business. Again, yep. or, hey, we yep. done this. Yep. So, well, what is um, that? What is that personally? Is it, is it the trip? Is it the bathroom floor? What is it? What's that? Well, what what is that personal what is that personal goal that you guys are going to try? If you hit this number, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. you're going to go do. Um, that's something like 
we haven't fully discussed. Okay. That's just kind of like things I've been thinking about. Like as I was looking over the notes is like, man, that, and that's just us talking is like, I think that would be something we need to like kind of sit down and implement and just like think about like, Hey, we do this, you know, cause Jordan's been putting, picking up like extra shifts, whatever. Like just the other day, she's like, Hey man, like I, or, you know, I picked up two extra shifts at the, you know, at the prison. Cause I don't know if anyone knows. She's a nurse at the state correctional Institute. Um, but she picked up two extra shifts, whatever. And she's like, man, like we brought this much more home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, say twice a month, we pick up extra shifts to then set that money aside to do whatever our goal is, like whether it's mid year at the end of the year, whatever. Yep. 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 No, that's good. So, but yeah, that's yeah, good. That's I good. That's what, well, that'll, that'll, okay. That'll segue right into our next chat. Give me, hey, do you mind? Give me a second. I'm gonna go to the restroom real quick. This next part is probably the most important thing that we'll we'll talk about for a while, and it's it's just expectations from your spouse. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I want to ask this in a certain way, and then I'll explain why after. But what are yeah. your what are your expectations from your spouse for next year? during the first three months where you're super, super busy? Oh man. What a, what a topic that one is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Expectations of my spouse from my spouse. Um, I think one thing we know as, as like between the both of us, especially at that time of year, um, we know that's such a crazy time. Like that's a go-getting time. Um, so she knows like there's going to be late nights in a sense doing whatever, you know, whether it's late nights getting estimates out just to keep turning them out. Um, just a, like a lot of back end work, whatever it is. Like that is just such a crazy time to where she knows. I feel, I feel like we both have a common ground of like, Hey, like, this is a busy crap season. This is exact. Like this is our, in a sense, like bread and butter where you just try to cram as much as you can in at this time, because that's, I mean, that's, I feel like that's where a lot of your money is made, you know, in those first couple months. So, um, so yeah, I would just say expect and wise is just her in a sense, just like understanding and knowing the fact of like, it's a busy time. Like, and trust me, I know there's going to be times where we're both just like, just, you know, just need a break from the action or whatever. But, um, just understanding of like what that time of year is and just knowing like that is kind of like the world we live in now, I would say. Okay. Okay. What else? Anything else? Hmm. Can't really, nothing. Okay. Nothing that really striking, striking me hot right now. Cool, cool. All yeah, right. I just say the understanding part because, I mean, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, like you grind all day in that time of year, and you come home, and like then you have like the five to ten missed phone calls you have to return because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're what in bids. You have to schedule those, set them up on top of getting the bids out that you did, that you, you know, 
looked at the day prior. So the biggest thing is just understanding of like, this is a crazy time, but hopefully with having goals, like I really think like, so we have a a board that we're going to be putting up in our, basically in our kitchen. Um, But we're wanting to sit down, write some goals down and hopefully it's like, Hey, Remember why we're crazy right now is because we have A, B, and C we want to do this year. And mm-hmm. A doesn't get hit, B doesn't get hit unless this three months we do what we have to do. Bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is awesome. But I think that time, but I think like the, you know, what we hit on goal wise, uh, you know, have a little more structure on like my time off, whatever. I think that'll all help the. Mm-hmm the three months of crazy because mm-hmm. it won't be, Oh, I'm walking in the house at seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock at night. Yep. And then just grabbing a plate, heading to the computer. Hey, just got to put the kids down real quick and then back to it. Like yep. hopefully that'll a little more home time will, will help kind of balance that out. You know, that's good, man. That's good. Okay. So that's my hope. Yep. <laughs> Expectations from your spouse. She knows that it's going to be crazy and to be understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's, Here's the reason I asked that is because, and, and you seem to have it put together pretty well, so that's good. But if if I was to ask it a different way and to say, hey, like, like, how's next year going to look and what are you going to tell your spouse and how are you going to communicate that, it's, it's a little harder for us guys to think about, hey, how are we going to communicate what's going to happen next year? But when, we, when yeah. we think about it from the viewpoint of expectations and what we would like for her to help us with, it's a little easier. Um, mm-hmm. I love that you have the vision because that was my next point is she needs to know why you're cutting deep mm-hmm. and why you're sacrificing during this time. And so yeah. make sure that you do that. You list out all those things. and. And both of you guys sit down, begin to dream together, begin to set goals, cast the vision for where you're going first, and then back into that expectation talk of, hey, it's going to be busy. This is what I need from you. The key here, though, is, and this is super important, is let her go first and you figure out what her expectations are of you going into next season. Okay. So that's going to that's gonna be kind of the quote-unquote homework or takeaway between now and next time that we'll touch base on. And, and, and if it, because it needs to be the right time. Like you've got to carve out the time. So if it doesn't happen in the next two weeks, don't stress about it. Don't force it. There's nothing, right. nothing worse than needing to talk to your spouse about something. You force it when both of you are tired or kind of not in the dreaming mood. It's just, it's one of those let's sip some wine and veg out on a Netflix show and not think. <laughs> right. about Don't bring it up then. That's not, that's not what I'm asking, but let, let her go first on the expectations before you do the expectations though, just dream together, set your goals. What would, what would our life be like if this changed? What, what vacation do we want to go on? And that, that puts both of you guys in a high level mindset I call it an airplane mm-hmm. mode. It puts you above all the problems, puts you above the world. Where where are we and where do we want to go? Because we can go anywhere together. So do that. <clears throat> Have her do the expectations. 
and then you communicate to her what you just told me. I know, I know okay. everybody listening to this is going to be like, wow, Britt, amazing. Like that's, mm. uh, I, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I do it wrong every single year. And yeah. I'm just like, why did I just not like, it's almost like, it's almost like in the back of my mind, I'm worried to communicate it to her. But what's funny is like, she already knows, like she already knows March through May is going to suck. So why, why am I not just sitting down and talking about it with her? Yeah. I, I don't know. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm working uh-huh. on right now. So that's, that's takeaway number one. And then the second piece is I want you to, and I actually just did a podcast on this, just on calendar rhythms and scheduling, mm-hmm. but I want you to sit down. We both just talked about what success looks like for next year. There's four different buckets. You gave me three out of the four, so I guess that is one one homework assignment. I need I need something on the faith category. Yeah, um, and then those are those are the four most important things to help you win. Those are those important but not urgent things. Those are those things where it's it's time consuming. It's hard to carve it out, but it yields the most exponential results. So. Mm-hmm. Sit down and schedule those rhythms into your week. So for me to win, let's let's put time aside for the most important things first, block that time off, and then build my schedule in around it. Okay. I like it. Cool, cool. I like it a lot. That's it, man. That's it. That's all I wanted to chat with you about today. If you've if you've got other stuff, you tell me, and we can we can. I'm all, I'm all ears. You tell me what else you want to chat about. Um, thank you. What time is your next call? I got time. Or, yep, I got time. So, okay, because then okay, so we were talking about last week. One thing, a couple of things I wrote down. Just kind of see what you're thinking. Um, like we're kind of talking about like where do we want to go in the business or like what do we want to do like kind of how big do we want to grow mm-hmm. um, and I guess the one thing I'm, I was thinking or I've been thinking like it's, it's hard to I'm in a position where I don't know like how big I want to grow Yeah, you know what I mean because I don't because like being a first year in, it's like we're still kind of like dabbling, not like taking on everything, but in a sense, yeah. we're kind of dabbling into like different areas just to kind of see, like, oh, this is what I like. This is what I definitely don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what are some things I've wrote down though is just like, just like for a goal is to start off with like one full time guy this spring. Mm-hmm. And then to, one thing I've been told, and I feel like you kind of did this with, um, what's his name? Santiago, or is that Tiago, right? Tiago, yep. Tiago. Santiago. Um, Santiago, <laughs> that's just fancy. Uh, uh, Santiago um, the third. <laughs> but, uh, like, looking for, like, you know, trying to find, like, a solid number two. Mm-hmm. Like, someone that can, that wants, like, that you can like grow the business with in a sense not saying like they have like equity like looking for like a partner in business in a yep. sense, yep. but like someone that like 
hey, you know, like, take for instance, I mean, I'm going to talk to who I had last year working with me and just see what his, what he has in mind or we know what he's wanting to do. But, um, someone that can be like literally like a solid number two to where yeah. it's like, hey, you can, you know, you, like, the more you, you do, the more you help, obviously there's going to be gains on that on his end. But like, just trying to, you get him to grow with the company, I would say, you know, like kind of just even just starting to delegate some like small stuff. I don't know. But it's yeah, like, no, what do some, you recommend? Somebody like, that you're going to develop like a, as a leader that can, that knows yeah. everything you know and could become the general manager one day. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the guy. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. So like, what did, what are things like, is that one of those deals where you literally just like, Higher, higher. I mean, you just are just looking for that guy. I mean, I know that takes time, like you know, to fu- to get to where. But like, what are things you recommend for that, mm. or like characteristics that you look for, like finding? Because I know you look for like, I know you talk about, especially in your beginning podcast, where like the you know your four categories. Yeah. Like, I feel like you you look for that in like what they feel like if they kind of maybe align with yours. Yep. But if, what do you, okay, me, and then that can even be something if you want to hit next week, just to kind of think about if you want. No, we're, we're talking about um, it. I got, I've got time. Let's, let's hash it out. Let me do one second here. And the only reason why I say that, um, is like looking because that was something that the, wife Lance the guy that like I was gonna be doing that snowboard for like when I sat in with him in his office that was something he talked about say um, that again who talked about it uh, the guy that kind of like I just kind of keep bugging his ear he's the one that I was gonna do that sub work for the salting and stuff yeah. oh so yeah yeah like certain jobs my way and whatnot yep yep stuff so um <clears throat> that was something he even brought up too it was like just like having a solid number two from the beginning that like you can kind of like share your, like cast your dream to them and be like, dude, like if you want to ride this wave with me, like you also can, you know, do great things here at this company too. Mm-hmm. Um, but just find us like, what do you, I don't know. Like, what does that look like when finding a solid number two? Yeah, this other is... than like, you know what? I like, I'm looking for a guy <laughs> that I can, you know, kick shit with and drink yep. beers with on a Saturday, hang yep. out, you know, hang out for eight to 10 hours a day. Other than that, yep. we're good. Yep. You know. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm jotting some notes down because we're fixing to have to go down deep and stay down long. Okay. And and like um, I said, if you whatever time slot you got, like I don't want to. If you need to put a pause on it, let me know. Um, we should be able to do it, bro. All right. I'm I'm okay. not not trying to prolong it. I'm just jotting notes down because this is yeah. This is a really really important question, and. There's no, first thing I will preface everything with is there's no one answer. Yeah. And I can, I'm just going to tell you the, I'm going to give you some of the highlights of things that I've looked for. And I also want to give a disclaimer, like I do hiring wrong every day. So I I think part of the misconception is that, 
you're going to craft some sort of speech or some sort of message and you're going to fire up this guy and he's going to be it. Now, it's weird for me to say that because that is, I mean, that's what happened with Tiago, but I I had, I mean, I had many hours of praying, many talks with Brooke, and I truly do believe that it was a God thing for, for Tiago to come in my life. So that's a whole different ballgame. But everybody else, man, I have been, it is just, it's been trial and error. It's just like sales. It's like, it's like a, it's like a numbers game. Your business, your systems, the value add, it's all there, but you still have to put leads in the pipeline to close down those sales, right? Mm-hmm. And then even when you get those clients, you and I both know there's clients that are always going to be in the top 20% and clients that are going to be in the bottom 80%. And that's the, yeah. the same is going to be true for your team. You know, so you may you may go through 10 guys to wade through the 80% of bull crap just to get to those top 20%. And I still use the the 80/20 rule is not my rule. Uh, John Maxwell, somebody who's way smarter than me and has done a lifetime of research on leadership talks about that. So like I only pour into and do ride-alongs and develop as a leader the top 20%. And so you can take that theory and go ahead and plug it into your new hires. And then that way, now you have now you have the right pair of goggles on. On one pair of goggles, you have patience. And then on the other pair of goggles, <laughs> or on the other side of the spectrum, you're just kind of looking for the top 20%. And and, mm-hmm. and then now, now that you have that, here's, here's what I want to talk to you about because now you're going to start to figure out well what is what does the top 20 percent look like um yeah and real quick before we get into this let me let me backtrack so after you begin to get maybe the guy that you think is going to be your your number two your your right hand guy it is and this is where so i i've taken a couple personality assessments and dude i'm getting I don't know if you can hear the calls coming in. But I'm getting blown up by no, you're good. spam callers. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Okay, so it so all my personality assessments, I'm just naturally bent towards uh, being creative, casting vision, and just inspiring people around a cause. And that sounds really good, but the cons of that are like I overpromise and I underdeliver. I start too many things. And don't dive deep on one. I yeah. I do too many things, but I'm a master at none of them. And so there's a, a there's a very big negative connotation to that. But what helps me is when you are developing new people, and when it was just me and I had chickens running around the yard, a great Pyrenees taking a dump right beside my mower, a toddler in a diaper running around casting vision and being able to inspire people and being able to rally them around a bigger why helped me because that's that's what it's going to take to keep a key guy on board. I don't yeah. care I don't care what you pay him. If there's no vision mm-hmm. and there's no inspiration, he's eventually going to leave. If he's not inspired to come to work to do more than just landscaping, 
and he doesn't know where he's going and why he should stay. Nothing, nothing else matters. Yeah, because that's something. Um, well, ba- you know, Corey Ballard brought up at Brian's event was like, if you get if you pick up a guy that was getting paid fourteen seventy five and he's coming to you because he's getting paid fifty fifteen an hour. Well, when the next company offers, when he you know he looked at another company and they pay fifteen twenty five, he's going to bounce out. Yep. Yep. You know, exactly. Yeah. If they're if they're leaving have, and 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 coming to you because of pay at that level, at that quarter fifty cent yeah. quarter level, they're they're gonna leave. Mm-hmm. They're gonna leave. All of the people on my team could get paid more somewhere else, but they also know that we're going places, that we have a deep impact, that we care about them growing personally, that we're a faith-filled business, that we give to nonprofits, and that whenever this thing continues to blow up, you know, their their lives are only going to get better. They're going to get mm-hmm. more time off. They're going to get more benefits. They're going to get more pay. But it all... Now, it, is that something... Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Now, is that something... Like, do you like every quarter, every six months? Do you like take a lunch with you know your people, like one at a time or something, and just like see others? Like, I mean, do you do you like a review with them? Just be like, hey, what? How are you feeling? What's been going on? Whatever. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Constantly. I mean, constantly. I'm constantly checking in. I'm constantly checking in with them on a personal level. So. My GA like just like soft touches, you know. What I mean, yep. GA relationship time is first thing in the morning. I've got no agenda other than to chat with them, catch up, see how they're doing, and that's where I kind of create that trust and that bond, and and the loyalty, and then they know that I truly care about them. I don't. The mm-hmm. first thing I do is not walk in and ask them why they didn't do this yesterday or what they're doing today. Yeah. It's it's about themselves. And then we do build in, this past year was the first year that we did monthly team member reviews, which was awesome. And then we did an end of the year assessment. So we gave them feedback and actually gave them a number and a score on certain benchmarks. And then we gave them some of their highlights. And then we also gave them where they were in comparison to the team. Like, hey, here's here how, here's how much you sold in revenue. Here's how many clients you sold. Here's how you did in relation to the team. Here's how much you did in production. Here's how much you did in relation to the team. And then again, to the top 20%, I do ride alongs with them. And this past year, I just did them randomly. And and this year I'm actually pre-scheduling it. So every second and fourth Wednesday of the month, I'm going to be doing a ride along. So I'll have morning meetings Mm -hmm. And then from noon until dark, I'll go out and do a ride along with the team. Yeah. That's a time to educate, help them, answer questions. But usually it's a time where you find out that, hey, I've been off because my mom's battling cancer. Or, yeah. You know, I, so in my, like my girlfriend's pregnant. Or, like, I mean, you'll just, you're, you're going to wade through some serious life stuff. And that's, yeah. That is the, that's the stuff that really matters. 
You know, at the at the end of your life, that's the that's what you want to look back on and, and remember. And those are the people that you want to be telling stories about. You know, I had mm-hmm. I had a guy that we we walked through this. I mean, it was uh, we we walked through cancer with him or his wife's cancer. You're not going to look back on your life and be like, man, I really, I really made relationships and those relationships made me more profit. Now I'm going to pass mm-hmm. on into the next life. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so let me go back. So we, we touched on vision and inspiration and mm-hmm. kind of the overall goggles that you need to put on of of patience and like, patience is going to be key. And then what you're looking for. <laughs> so now let me go over this. So I have, um, three things, the success driver. Have you heard me talk about that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Cause there's three things. There's the success driver, um, the diamond in the rough, and then humble, hungry, and smart. So we'll go over the success driver first. Okay. I think, wasn't it you? Maybe it wasn't you, but it was just the picturing the car on the road, and this is the, the vehicle for success. You have your vision out in front of you. Okay. Uh, man, did we talk about this last week? I think the, so. Last time? I think so. So I'll quickly reiterate it. You have your vision yeah. out in front of you. That's your map. That's how you're going to get there. Then you have... Humility, which is the vehicle, because that comes with patience, caring for others, and putting others before yourself. And then you have your work ethic, which is actually the fuel for the vehicle. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's my definition around success driver. I look for that in people that I think are going to do big things. The other thing is, and this comes from uh, Patrick Lencioni's book, um, but it's humble, hungry, and smart. So again, reiterating, I'm looking for people who are humble. Are they always talking about themselves? Are they first to take credit? Or are they always talking about others and the first to give away credit? You look at any college coach, NBA coach, football coach, they're all the first to take the blame and the first to give away the credit for the win to their team. I'm looking for people yeah. who are for who are hungry, willing to get after it, willing to fight mm-hmm. for something, and people who are smart. I don't want somebody who is college educated. I want somebody who knows his way through a conversation. I want somebody yeah. who can fix something anytime. I want problem solvers. So when I say smart, I want a problem solver. And then... Diamond in the rough is the last thing. So we got success driver, the humble, hungry, smart, and then diamond in the rough. And this is just, this is where you've kind of got to be, you've got to, you've got to get very relationally intelligent and know more about that person than they think, you know, you've got to be asking the question behind the question, not where did you work, but like. What did you feel like when you were working there? Was that mm-hmm. crushing your dreams or giving life to your dream? Like you, you have to be asking the questions behind the questions. And I can give you some of those if you want. But okay, I'm with this diamond in the rough. I am looking for somebody who is driven 
because of scarcity in their life. So, Tiago was looking for a life outside of Brazil that has 50% tax rates. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't foresee a future where he's able to provide for his family. You know, our, our admin, Katie, we had, we had over, I think, what was it? We probably honestly had 60 resumes for our admin position. And Katie was one of the most underqualified people for it. She didn't have any admin experience. She didn't have much Excel spreadsheet experience. She didn't know anything about lawn care. But Mm -hmm. she was... Super hum- humble, very hungry, very smart. She was very loyal in her current job, but they treated her like crap. Her hours were awful. She wasn't making much money, and she had just been trapped in this like never-ending onslaught of just like just like blah, like just showing up to Walmart, and it's just like it was just lifeless. I mean, you want to talk about yeah. having no vision? I mean. She, she just couldn't see a way out. And I could see it in her eyes. I could hear how she talked. I mean, she was brought to tears in the interview, which come to find out wasn't that rare. She she, she can cry a lot. But <laughs> I, could, I, I could just see, I could just see the scarcity all around her. And she was super driven to do whatever it took to get out of there. And I knew, hey, there might be a learning curve, but man, once she gets over that learning curve, she's going to be super loyal, super driven. And so that's what I was looking for. So that whenever I look for our, our next guy, I'm not going to say his name, but our next guy that's yeah. going to start the location, our next second location for us, is he the smartest guy in the room? No. But is he the most driven, the hardest working, and somebody who has scrapped his way through life and is always thinking about scarcity yes and so i keep i keep that in mind and this bro this is why immigrants into the u.s are always the most successful people (laughs) because they don't have a good life yeah if i feed you a couple steaks every day and some potatoes and then fine wine at night it's it's you're gonna have a you're you're gonna have no motivation Mm -hmm. but if you ain't fed for two weeks you can bet that scarcity is going to create a little drive in you. And so that's yeah. that's what I look for. I look for that, that immigrant-type mentality. Do you uh, – and this not necessarily in regards to fighting a number two, but just when you were talking about it, it kind of made me think about it just for kind of like, I guess in the sense like how we are now in the position we're in, or like especially being newer. Mm-hmm. Um, like – you know, when you took, started doing your thing, you know, a lot of decisions are just like the way you proceed your business. And in a sense, I don't, I could just be speaking for myself, or I am just speaking for myself, I guess. Um, like, we're talking about like fear driven, or mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like scarcity mindset where you're like more afraid of it failing than succeeding, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, did, were you ever in that phase? Do you feel like, like, 
was there a time where you kind of crossed the threshold where like you wasn't more or less in that mindset you're in like your your like mindset shifted so i just feel like that's shifted from what from failing to like to where like right now i'm more i feel like my thoughts and my like what i have going through my head for like when it comes to like a business is like I'm, I'm more scared to fail. I think about this, the, the thought of like, okay, I just can't have this fail more than like looking to like, what do I do to succeed? If that makes sense. Yeah. Is that like, where I, I think about like, what if this doesn't work? What if this? They're like, I don't know. Like I said, just a scared mindset of like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to talk through this one, but if it, I don't know if this is making sense or not. Where you're thinking more or less of hmm. I just don't want this to fail. Yeah. So like you're kind of doing whatever it takes for it to, to not fail. About, you know, like. So I think that I think that failure is good, and we learn more from failure than winning. I'm sure you've heard that. But if you mm-hmm. actually sit with that for a second, you need to figure out what that looks like for you and your business. We learn from failure more than anything else. Yeah. That's that's what drives you. That's the 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 team that loses one season. You look at the Kansas City Royals. They lost the World Series. They were a team that was never supposed to make the World Series, made it all the way there. And they lost. And then they were driven more than ever the next year. So it's just very interesting. A a, a team that never was supposed to make the World Series in a million years makes it. Mm -hmm. And you would think, oh, that's it. That's awesome. But no, they had a little taste of it, and then they failed, and they came back the very next year and won the World Series. Right. In my opinion, failure is, is good. You're you're also in a really really good position, bro. Like you guys are pretty well living off of your wife's income. It's mm-hmm. not failure that you should be worried about. It is it is it is the not doing that you should be worried about. So let me let me see if I can. Here here's what I can here's what I can tell you that I that I do now, and I'm trying to think back to our early days. I always. Like I always lean towards the the underdog story. I've always been an yeah. under, I've always been an underdog, and that's what I lean towards. But I think that I still to this well, I know to this day, and then I think when I first started, I would work like I was behind, no matter what it was. I was yeah. I would work like I'm behind on my bills. I would work like I'm behind on my lawn applications. I would work like I'm behind on my mowing schedule. I would work like I'm behind on sales and I'm never, and I would work like I'm, I'm just, I'm behind my competition even. Yeah. So I would work like I'm behind, but when it came to risking, I would risk like I'm going to win it every time. Mm. Because the two go hand in hand, right? Like Michael Jordan takes the last shot because he's practiced and put in the hours like he's not even 
like he's not even a starter yet. So that's where the confidence comes in, and that's where the margin comes in. I'm a big margin guy. For you to create margin mm-hmm. and confidence, you've got to be a doer. You've got to be an action taker. And so I would say do, create action, and work like you're behind. But when it comes to risking money and making changes and hiring a guy and getting a new truck and biting off more than you can chew, freaking push all the chips to the center of the table is what I always do. Yeah. But I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that if you know if I knew oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that if I knew I wasn't working when nobody else was, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the position I feel like when you're talking about like the underdog thing. All right, I just I feel like I just from because you know being newer in it and you know like whatever you always just kind of at least for me like I do feel like it's like the underdog where it's like. Even like when I was talking with Jacob, like last year, the guy that was working with me, um, you know, it's like, I don't have like a picture to show that we have 10 trucks sitting at a shop and all this junk and all that, you know, all this equipment mm-hmm. to like prove myself like wh- whoever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To get business. So it's like, I do feel like I am the underdog trying to like break in and break mm-hmm. out. You know, yep. so, yeah. People, that makes sense. people aren't buying your, people aren't, people are buying you. Like you are. Right. So here's, here's the shift like that you'll see as you scale. Like people are always going to buy Dylan and the, and the Stevenson family and your small business. And then you'll get to a point where yet there's some brand recognition and maybe you're mm-hmm. not always the one doing the quotes and people will buy your brand because of what it stands for, because of what Dylan stood for. But for at least the next eight, nine, ten years, they're going to buy you. So they're not going to buy the fact that you have a nice shop and nice equipment. They're buying yeah. They're buying you as a person because they trust you and that's it. They, they trust you to fill a need that they have. So don't ever don't ever sell yourself short. It's easy to do. I, I did that. I mean, I had a piece of junk truck, and I was like, man, when I get when I get that that nicer truck, I'm gonna be able to compete with the big boys. I'll close more sales. Guess what? We still lose sales to other people. We still yeah. lose sales to a neighbor's buddy that has a buddy that does lawn care. We right. still lose sales to a higher priced company to a lower priced company. What is it? It's just it's just trust. I like it. Good stuff here, Brett. I like it a lot. Dill dill. I like it a lot. I like yeah, it a boy. lot. It's funny, I just recorded a, an intro for our week two podcast and my intro for you. I was being a little funny, but then I said um, that it, our conversations, we can be talking about like the most lighthearted topic and then just literally go like the next turn. We just dive deep 
and um, hit the on podcast some- that you dropped today. Yes. Yes. Or, okay, that's when I heard it. Yeah, because I literally on my way home, I was like, man, I wonder if that you know that second one has dropped. <laughs> and uh, literally, that was I, that's funny you said that because I was like, that is so true. Though we would just be talking about whatever, and then it's like. Okay, now we're really about to hit the dark abyss, and we're about to get deep. <laughs> I, know. I know, bro. But I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think. But that's what I love about you. Like you're okay with asking. You're okay with asking difficult questions, and and I, I get fired up. Like this is the type of stuff that I literally could talk about all day. But I get mm-hmm. fired up when somebody asks a difficult question that really makes me think, and even if I don't have an answer for it, and and just so you know too, like my answer. That's my answer. That doesn't have to be yours. But right. I don't think I've ever shared the the vision and inspiration and then the success driver, Diamond in the Rough, and the Humble Hungry Smart, like all three of those that I look for in like a key, key player. Now here's mm-hmm. what's crazy and here's what you got to stick to your guns on is, I mean, you'll have, like I have people even within my own organization that question who I'm pouring into because of things outside of that. So I don't know if that makes sense, but like there may be a guy that you see something in and nobody else does. And so if you truly believe it, you've got to bring them on board, properly cast the vision, properly inspire and continuously train and communicate it all and stick to your guns until he proves you wrong. Yeah. Because I've, yeah, got, I've got, I've yeah. had, I've had people like that, that it's just like, nope, I'm like, I know, I know this person has it in them and we're going to extract it out and, and make them better. They've got, right. they've got to change. If it's something super negative, they've got to change. But all the other little knickknack stuff that your family, friends, and team members try to tell you about, you know, it could be it could be the most menial thing. It could be something in their personal life or whatever. But it's it's your job to help them get better, fix those little menial things, if you can see that they've got it in them. Yeah, that's what's cool. Who was I talking about? Oh, Nick Carlson and I did a podcast, um, and we talked about that with. The Last Dance series with Michael Jordan. Talking a lot mm-hmm. of sports analogies here, so I apologize. But no, you're good. I, I we were I just prefaced a question I think with that, or somehow it was brought up, and I just said like it's cool to see somebody like that win with other people and in spite of some of the leadership. So he it's not right. that he had a cupcake walk and everybody on his team was always on board. No, he he won in spite of everything else going on. So he was, right. he was not only the best player to ever play the game, but one of the best team leaders, team culture guys, relationship guys, and managers of his team. Like he had to be, he had to manage the resources he had, and he still, mm-hmm. he still came out on top. So that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Was if you see something in somebody, Stick to it. Give them chances. Make sure they're not failing because of your lack of leadership or your lack of training. Give them opportunities. Good deal. Good. I wrote it down. 
three pages of notes, I think, today. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good, man. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. It has been. That's- hey, would you mind if, if I can't figure out where the – I think it's literally week three, okay. three and four. If, if you have those on a sheet of paper, if you could, like, shoot a picture over to me, I'll update the Word doc again. Um, cause, okay. So I pulled up, um, the word doc. Cause I, like I said, I, was, I didn't, I didn't even think about me giving you my other email. Um, so I'm trying to think of, what we let me see here. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of So week three, was that last time? Is this week four? This is uh, week five. No, oh, well, I may not have week three. I think week was three... I feel, was I that when that's when I was like having to drive? Short. Yeah, we got cut short. Okay, okay, um, yeah. But and like I said, or don't think too much into the notes. They're kind of just like some key things okay. that I wrote down. So well, no, um, no worries. Send, yeah. send me a picture okay. of what you have. I'll update it, and then I'll update today's notes as well. I just want okay. to make sure it's there for easy access when you, if you want to mm-hmm. reflect on it and then also hold yourself accountable. Okay, sounds good. Cool, cool. All right, man. Well, uh, I appreciate it. Good I hope stuff. I well your guys' way. Good stuff, man. Good That's stuff. A, I've enjoyed it. I always enjoy chatting with you, bro. Yeah, yep. I think this is good. I think I, I really like this, not only for the fact of like it's definitely helping me out, and you know but like for people that are in the same position or whatever for them to be able to kind of be like oh crap like i didn't things that they may not think about or um you know or at least make them feel like they're not alone in it they're not alone yeah 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 yeah. find some find some common ground no doubt all right dylan well i'll talk to you soon bro hey don't don't forget about that don't forget about the takeaways and homework stuff Yep, yep, I have that stored right here. So just so I know, Dreamcast, then back into vision. What are those goals? Talk about goals and expectations. Let her go first. Um, and then the faith growth. Like, what yep. am I looking to grow in my faith and how do I see I need to do that? Yep, that's it. That's it. So, all right, brother. All right. Adios. Bye. Right. Yep. Hey guys, that is a wrap on yet another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review. And if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast. And uh, 
we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.